I never trusted him. I never liked him. I never got the shtick. It always felt like it was an old man meddling in the business of children. The gift that keeps on giving, since this is an episode on gift giving, mm-hmm. think that the gift that keeps on giving is insert say it is first thing dogs. dogs. The gift that keeps on giving is is making food that has leftovers. Ooh, that is the gift that keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on giving is um. You, you got it. You have to think of one. Okay, then you tee me up. I can't okay. say it. And then the do gift it. that keeps on giving is television. What? Okay. It keeps on giving us yeah. shows. The gift that keeps on giving is sports. Always a different outcome. Uh, is it? Someone yeah. always wins and someone loses, or there's a tie. That's true, there's but then literally the, only three outcomes. Yeah, but the game, but the game <laughs> never ends. It never ends. Okay. Like they'll never just be like. Here's the thing: the NBA is mm-hmm. never going to be like, all right, guys, this is the final season of basketball. No more basketball after this one. These I are the ultimate not. champions. Yeah. There will never be any champions <laughs> beyond this one. Here they are. It's this one. This is the season. The final season of basketball. Like, that'll never happen. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Can you imagine if they were like, y'all have to find other jobs after this because we're going to shut it down. We're shutting it down. It would be a bad sign of things to come, I think. It would be. And to be honest, I am worried that that could happen with women's sports. Like professional women's because they're underfunded. Yeah. But let's hope they don't shut down. No, I don't think they will are the gifts that keep on giving. I guess so, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you know what? The mm. podcast is kind of the gift that keeps on giving. We keep on going. Well, we keep on making more. We do keep on making more. Yeah, I guess it is the gift that keeps on giving. Certainly not from any sponsors, though. Great. It's not what? <laughs> we're not mean, looking for sponsors. I know, I know, I know. I just mean that, like, it's not like we're being catapulted or fueled by any other motivation beyond just we want to gift people a podcast every week yeah we are the gift yeah crazy year yeah it's been a career really yeah a career a crazy year a career it's a career it's not a career it's a career no i have a career you have a career and that's why you've had a career yeah say that three times fast no thank you i have a career which is why it's been a career i don't think people get the career thing yeah so this is like a little thing that we do under our roof i don't know how it got started but anytime there's like a crazy something, mm-hmm. like that episode was crazy. We'll be like, that was a crep episode, a crazy episode. Yep. Or like, I'm kind of embarrassed that I feel like that is so corny. I know. That we do. I don't that care though. I don't it. care. Yeah, we've been doing it for years. Anytime something is crazy, we put a CR in front of it and just go nuts. Yeah. That's not a. Thing. That's not a normal dog. That's a crog. <laughs> Genuinely. I know. Wow, this water tastes weird. This is crotter. Like that, that's 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 what happens here, folks. Like, hey, know. if you're if you're a queer person in an earlier stage of life than we are, wondering what the future may hold, this baby, <laughs> this looking at your life, 
looking at your night and being like, this night, this is a crite. This is a crazy <laughs> night. We're recording the podcast at 10 p.m. This is nuts. After this, we're going to go to bed and address Christmas cards while watching the holiday. And my blood pressure will already be raised because of watching fucking the L Word Generation Q. We watched the L Word Generation oh Q my earlier gosh. tonight, but I don't think we can even go into it in no, this we, episode because we have to talk about we you know do the need, meat and potatoes. We do need to talk about the meat and potatoes. <laughs> if you are a longtime listener, do take a sip of whatever you're sipping on for this episode. Been a while since we've said meat and potatoes. Has it? So I think so. Yeah. Okay. So catch up. Sip sip. Sippy sip. Yeah, we did. We watched the Elwood Generation Q. I, again, we won't go into it. All I will say is I am frustrated, and I don't think it's the fault of the actors. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know that TikTok sound where it's like, "Is it? Is it me, Jesus?" No, that's a, <laughs> no, that's a good one. But it's like the sound where it's like one of you has makes really loud noises when you're eating. Oh yeah, that one. Some of us, I don't want to name names, make pretty bad throat noises when they drink, and it makes me think that the is throat it is me. Put, no, is it me? It's not Travis. That sound, it's not the actors who are bad. It's not the actors. It's not the characters that are bad. Is it the writers? Well, it's not the actors. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And I feel weird because, and y'all, this is where it's important that this stays a secret podcast. We tangentially know some of the writers. Yeah. And I... I Again, defend no, them. Like, not no. well. No, no, no. We're not like sh- we're not like shitting on friends. These are not like people we hang out with. But just like, you know, we, we live in Los Angeles. We work in entertainment. Like it's like you just become aware of people. And uh, I'm aware of people who write on the show. And I'm not saying that they're bad writers, but I am saying that Shane is better than this. <laughs> or maybe she's not. But just all of them are better. No like, spoilers, the, but the characters are just better than this. I know. And it would be a real gift to fans of the show if they treated more of the characters like they treated Max when Max came back. And that's all I'm going to say. Max comes back for an episode. That is a spoiler. But we're happy that he appeared. Happy that he's with us and doing well. Okay. (laughs) And this is exactly what he's doing. No, he's not. No, (laughs) I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm just saying that, like, they clearly are capable. Yes. I just, it seems as though they do not apply themselves with some characters. And they all happen to be my favorite characters. We need to do, like, a queer content for your consideration roundup episode soon. Because we've Mm -hmm. watched a bunch of things that we haven't really had a chance to talk about Mm -hmm. on an episode. And Mm -hmm. then also, of course, the L word. So yeah. let's do that soon. But today... We'll do that soon, and we'll sit down and watch some recs, too, that people have. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of good recommendations. Oh, someone sent me a whiskey ad that's apparently gay. It. Oh, you already saw it? I saw it on TikTok, okay. yeah. I need to watch it. It's very sweet. Okay, I'll watch it's it. very sweet. I've never heard of the brand, though. I'll link it. I think it's, like, from another country or something. I believe you are correct. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it, and then I'll link it in the show notes. But today's episode is not about queer content, unless your gifts are gay, because... Mm-hmm. We're talking about gift giving. Mm -hmm. So I asked on my Instagram story this week, what is the best gift you've ever given or received? And what is the worst gift that you've ever been given? And wait, did I say been given or received? That's the Uh, same thing. That's kind of the same thing. I don't know. Okay. I meant a gift that you've given or a gift that you've received. Okay. Which is the best. Is there any other way of doing gift giving? 
No, I think I just am getting mixed up on what I've said because it's like 10 o'clock at night. And then I also the asked about... that you've been given or that you have received, that has been received by you. No, but I'm saying a gift that else. you have given to someone else right. or that you have received I from see. someone else. So just in general, a gift. A gift in your life. A gift Whether in your life. Whether it's coming or going. Coming or going. And in then or I didn't ask like, what's the worst gift you've ever given? <laughs> but I just said like, what's... The- the worst gift you've ever received right and that sounds mean but like people understood the assignment yes it's it means like okay i'll just give a spoiler multiple people said that they received copies of the book gay girl good god which Mm -hmm. is an anti-gay book Mm -hmm. as the worst gift they've ever received yes so you understood the assignment yes i also to that point i said that i wanted to mention this this morning when we were talking about recording I have received a few messages over the course of a few months, so maybe people who have recently come into my orbit, asking why I follow Jackie Hill Perry. And I would like to extend a little bit of context if you are maybe new. My following of Jackie Hill Perry, or really anyone that I follow, does not imply an endorsement of their work. Specifically to Jackie, I have told her to her face on camera for the pilot episode of my show, State of Grace, which was on Vice or Refinery29. I disagree with her conclusions and teaching on LGBTQ plus issues. And I she's think they the are harmful. The book, yeah, the she's the author of this book. I think they're harmful and I think that they are bad. I have said all of this to her publicly and privately as well. And also, this is a person who I met in a professional setting, and that is why. We follow each other. It is possible to follow someone who is in your field that you don't agree with, that you do not endorse the work of. And I just wanted to extend that context. If anyone has recently started following me and wonders why there is that crossover episode between the two of us, I'm sure she would say the same thing. As far as I know, she still follows me back. I don't know. I don't really check up on those things. I'm sure that she wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm just a huge fan of grace's music i don't think she is and i think that's fair (laughs) we don't agree with each other on that very significant issue in our lives we are aware of that with each other and we follow each other in a professional setting and there are probably other accounts that i follow that it's the same thing i don't endorse their work and i disagree with it and i don't there's what what's the thing they used to say on Twitter like following does Retweets not Retweets do not imply imply endorsement. Yeah. I I'm kind of surprised whenever people this is like such a tangent, but I've gotten questions of like why do you follow this person and I'm like, well because I either know them personally, so like they may have a more professional page that like is a little bit out there, but like I they're a real person and I know them or it's something like that cuz I follow Jackie too, like I've met her, she followed me, I don't know. I think it's kind of strange when people assume that if you follow someone, just follow them, that you are like supporting everything they're doing. And I think you can make an argument like, well, you're contributing to them having a platform. And it's like, yeah, but I actually know them in real life. I'm not like contributing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just strange to me when people think that it's like you by following somebody, then like you co-sign everything they post. Like, no. That is not That the doesn't case. make any sense. So back to receiving this book. Okay, yeah. So I'm skipping ahead because I was going to do best gifts first. But yeah, multiple people said that unfortunately someone gave them a copy of that book as a gift after they came out. Oof. And the book basically says like you can't be gay. So... Well, no, that you... I mean, I'm super oversimplifying The book it. says you... It's, it's, a, it's an anti-LGBT theology. Yeah. Which is like you just can't... 
that being gay is um, inconsistent with a Christian faith, which is not true. Yeah. Okay, but let's talk about, we'll get to worst gifts, but let's talk about some of the best gifts. And okay, I should preface this. We got so many submissions for this. Like one of the most. For best gifts? For but best and worst. I, all that to say, like, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to read all of them or even a fraction of them because there's like dozens and dozens and dozens, which is so fun. I enjoyed reading the, all of them. But what we're going to do instead is choose our favorite listeners. And so <laughs> if, we, if no, you know, I, I'm just kidding. I feel bad because like there's so many I can't even really pick like favorite ones. I just am kind of going to pick at random. Okay. But I will start with this one that I thought was so cute and funny. When I was nine years old, my mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas. Having grown up religious, religious, I said, God knows what I want. If it's meant to be, he will get it for me. My poor mother. It's her fault. She raised me this way, lol. So what did she do? She read my diary while I was at school and found out I wanted a dog. Aww. Fast forward to today. Cocoa is now a 13-year-old Pomeranian Chihuahua, and I love her to death. I will literally drive 30 minutes to my parents' house just to see my dog. She means the world to me, and I can't imagine what my childhood would have been without her. God was good that Christmas. That's so cute. (laughs) Imagine as a kid, too, you'd be like, I believe. I believe. Yeah. I mean, there's a the Santa V God of it all, like the pick your fighter around Mm -hmm. Christmas time is very fascinating. Did you write gifts to santa or to jesus you like a christmas list yeah like who'd you uh, give santa to santa so how did your parents i think we've talked about this before yeah. i really did not grow up with santa and maybe that is like a religious thing my parents it was just like not an option we well, it wasn't even introduced it we wasn't like we don't believe in santa. Grew up with santa but how does how does santa was santa at the in the manger like with jesus like how do they make sense of santa in the context of a christian christmas story I don't know that. I don't. I don't you know. Didn't a- I would have asked me, so many questions. I yeah. would have been like, "How the f- who the fuck is Santa? Like, where? why isn't he in the Bible? When did the story of Saint Nick originate? Well, it seems like the original Saint Nicholas traces back to a monk with the same name. Estimated to be born around 200 AD in Patara in modern day Turkey, he was known in his time for his generosity and his pious life. It's said he gave away his inheritance and spent his life helping the poor and the sick. His popularity remained high throughout Europe and by the Renaissance, he was one of the most popular saints. He was especially popular in Holland. In December 1773 and 1774, a newspaper reported that groups of Dutch families celebrated St. Nicholas's feast day in New York, and Santa Claus came from the Jolly Guy's Dutch nickname, Sinterklaas, short for Sint Nicholas. And showing Santa as linked to the holiday became more popular as the practice of gift giving on Christmas gained steam in the U.S. in the 19th century, especially gifts for young kids. By 1820, stores were advertising Christmas shopping to encourage people to buy more gifts and products during the holiday season. Soon, that spiraled into a whole section for Christmas ads in newspapers, many of which featured Santa Claus. But Santa had a variety of get-ups over the years. He was shown sporting everything from a three-cornered blue hat to yellow stockings, a broad-brimmed hat, Flemish trunk hose, a red waistcoat, or a red robe. And Santa was known for both his wardrobe and appearance changes, with some images showing him as alternately tall, fat, slim, jolly, or stern. When did Santa start wearing his now-considered classic red suit? Depictions of Santa and his attire have varied. 
and there are images showing him wearing red robes, but Coke featured their first ads with a Jolly Santa in a big red coat and white fur trim as early as the 1920s. In 1931, they commissioned illustrator Hayden Sunbloom to make December ads that featured a jolly red-suited Santa Claus drinking Coke to remind people that they could drink Coke all year round, not just on summery afternoons. He drew his inspiration from the jolly toy giver in Clement Clark Moore's An Account of a Visit from St. Nicholas. But even though the rumor is that Coke chose the red color specifically to match its logo, the company still states that they simply stuck with the color that Santa was already seen in before. So even though they didn't invent the image of Santa at Christmas or originate the idea of his red suit, Coke's clever ad campaigns to make people drink soda during the winter did help cement the image of one Santa, the fat, white-bearded, jolly variety, virtually eliminating all the alternative versions that came before him in American pop culture. Why is he here? When did he show up? And the answer is the Coca-Cola company. Like, we understand why as adults. But as a kid, I was like, who is this bitch? Like, I don't know who he is. Out of nowhere, this old man that I don't even know. I already had a grandfather. So, like, the whole, like, I had a grandfather with beautiful white hair that was very jolly. Like, he was already, like, Santa. Like, this Mm -hmm. strange man. I was never endeared to him. I never liked him. I never trusted him. I never liked him. I never got the shtick. It always felt like it was an old man meddling in the business of children. Yeah, Santa is a lot. I don't know. I don't remember like this being a big thing that had to be reconciled in my mind, but Santa you was You understood it. I guess. I don't think I thought about it that deeply. I think that's what it was. But I think okay. I was just always been a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> as soon as I just like heard about Santa, I was like this does not add up. Can I ask you what your favorite gift as a kid was? Ooh, favorite gift as a kid. I mean, probably American Girl dolls. I got a couple of those for a couple different Christmases. And I mean, yeah, that was like one of the things I was obsessed with. I think I got like a bike one year that I was excited about. I don't like biking now, so that obviously didn't really stick. But yeah, American Girl Dolls, what about you? Well, I will never forget the Christmas that my parents used to always give me dolls, Mm -hmm. like Barbies and stuff. And, you know, early age I would just like cut their hair and I was just not interested in them. I was interested in the John Smith doll from Pocahontas. Like all of this is such foreshadowing. It's so funny, but I just really didn't care for the dolls, but they didn't really, I think every year I'd be like, well, maybe this year it's this type of doll. It's Mm -hmm. this type of doll. There was the one years before we moved to Belgium. So I was, I was probably, you know, six years old or something. And my dad and my mom got me a basketball with silver lettering on it that said NBA. And I just remember feeling just so excited by this ball. It was like really what I wanted. The ball with the silver lettering on it. I'll never forget unwrapping it. And it felt like I had been listened to. Like I was just so excited for the ball. It had great grip. You could use it outdoors. And just that like I didn't have to, there was a lot, a lot of sort of, Christmases that I just felt like like not not sad. I was always thankful to have nice presents. It's it's always nice to feel thought of, but just feeling like ah, is, I'm not really excited by this toy. And it was that basketball where I was like, this I is it. That. Yeah, it's always like kind of a. I know this sounds spoiled. Like there's bigger problems in the world, but I feel like it's actually kind of a universal feeling to have this like weird sad feeling when you unwrap a gift and it's like the per it just feels like that person didn't know you at all and you're yeah. like ugh, now i have to like act like i like this and ugh, it's just not a good feeling mm-hmm. um so it's the opposite it's very a very very nice feeling when you feel like oh my gosh this person listened to me and like one actually really thought of me yeah okay you want to read this one yes 
Not for Christmas, but I was homeschooled for a long time. And when I started going to school, I had no idea what clothes were cool because I didn't have any friends my age, really. I noticed all of the kids had name brand clothes and I didn't even know what that was. I told my mom that all the kids wore clothes that said Aeropostale. <laughs> we didn't have a lot of extra money at the time. So my mom spent a day going to every thrift store in the area and she bought every Aeropostale shirt in my size to surprise me with when I got home from school. Looking back, I don't know what all the rage was about name brand shirts, and I quickly learned not to care about the tags on my clothes, but it was so sweet of her to put in so much effort to make sure that I didn't feel left out in my new school. It's one of my favorite gifts. That is so sweet. It's really and a like very it, cute gift. It's also so relatable to at that age be like, oh my gosh, everyone did did you know about Aeropostale? Yeah, and Abercrombie around that yeah. time as well. And be like, everyone's wearing that, and now I'm like who cares but at the time you do care totally who cares okay this one i feel like we both can relate because mm-hmm. we were flute girlies in 10th grade i was very into music and band and had played the flute for years that christmas my parents got me a professional grade flute mm. i played it all through college and still currently it's one of my most prized possessions okay lizzo nice wait do you have any gifts that you received that you still have to this day uh, totally, yeah. A lot of things. Like prized possessions like that? Yeah. Um, I mean, mostly jewelry, I would say, mm. is our th- and jewelry that you've given me, too. But jewelry is nice because if it's well-made, then you do tend to keep it for mm-hmm. a long time. I mean, obviously, a professional-grade instrument would be the case for that, too. When I turned 21, so 10 years ago, my grandmother gave me a really nice leather bag um, oh. that I still use all the time. And it I honestly need to go get it like cleaned and professionally taken care of because it's a very nice, really solid leather like weekender bag. Um, but I mean, it's it's something I'll probably have for my whole life. Mm-hmm. I, I should probably get it like professionally cleaned. But I have my bass. Yeah, was one of the first I actually it was the first instrument that my parents ever got. That's and cool. I mean, a major prize possession is the piano. Oh, which yeah, is the piano that I had growing up that my mm-hmm. parents um, shipped out here when Lizzie and I moved in together. And I was like, this can be my birthday present, Christmas present, wedding gift. Like this can be the last gift you ever give me if I can yeah. have this piano and we'll have it our whole life. Yeah, I actually I'm already like thinking one day we're going to have to like put it in a will and I'm going to be so particular about <laughs> who like they better not fucking blow it with this beautiful piano. We should probably make a will. Yeah. Like you're actually supposed to. Anyway, when I took trust and estates in law school, our teacher was like, make a will. I know it sounds morbid, but like you should make one. I still haven't. Anyway. Um, okay. Everything goes to bean. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about bunny? Oh, sorry. You too, Bunny. You guys can split it. <laughs> we actually learned in my class about how you can do that. You have to, like, make a trust in the name of your dogs and, like, appoint a trustee who's supposed to, like, spend the money for your dogs. <laughs> okay. We probably will not be doing that. All right. This is kind of long, but the best gift I've ever given happened this year, and I found it only after several instances of fate stepped in. Earlier this year, my mom and dad went to a choir reunion. A choir reunion. Wow and asked me if I could come along for the weekend to help drive them there and then chauffeur them around to the different events. They have medical reasons why they couldn't drive on their own. I'd be able to explore a new city and they'd also pay for my expenses. So I agreed. And then during the weekend, I had a lot of random times that I could go off and explore on my own. At one point I had about an hour left to kill and thought it would be good to see if there was a thrift store nearby. I found a cool vintage store and I was browsing inside this little porcelain butterfly box caught my eye. I recognized it as something that my mom had on her nightstand growing up, and she would use it as a small jewelry box for her earrings. 
I opened up the box and found two butterfly stud earrings inside. And I suddenly wondered if these were the earrings that my mom had lost <gasps> oh my 20 gosh. plus years ago when I was a kid one time in a field when we were flying kites. I wasn't sure which earrings were the ones she lost, but I still remembered that day as a kid and how sad my mom was. And I had the feeling these might be it. I ended up buying the earrings. Then on her birthday, she opened the gift and started to tear up. Oh my gosh. I asked her if these are the earrings she lost that day. And she nodded and started crying. I didn't know the whole story before, but these were the same earrings that my grandmother had given to my mom about 30 years ago. My grandma also had now passed away about two years ago. And these were earrings. These earrings were a new slash old way to have my mom feel connected to her again, as well as a new connection to me. I still can't believe the only reason I had found them was because I had a random hour to kill in a random city. And it was the end. And I was only in the city because my mom asked me if I would be available to drive them around for a weekend. And then this person sent a picture too. Oh my gosh. And that is wild. That might I can't be one of the most beautiful <laughs> stories, like full circle yeah. stories I've ever heard. It's really and it special. Just, I love hearing stories like that because it makes, it just really gives me hope and encourages me that there is all this like meaning and purpose to even the random kind of sad things that happen there's an ending to it all you know that there's my mom has this expression i've probably said this before of like in the end it will all be fine if it's not fine it's not the end and i think about that with that story of like the mm -hmm. earrings like that wasn't the end that yeah. wasn't their story you know in in the end there's that that beautiful um conclusion yeah i'm so happy to hear that i know do you want to read this one sure too long for the box my partner all right. Like, I put a question box. No, I know. I okay. just, my mind's in the, in the gutter. <laughs> Sorry. Too long for the box. My, my partner and I are pretty poor right now, so gifts are usually practical. But last year, I got them a ridiculous taxidermy mouse dressed up as a grave robber. It's our prized possession. That's so good. I know. I, that one okay. just made me smile. Un, if you like that taxidermy mouse, which it sounds like you do. There's a movie for you that you will love. Maybe only the opening credits. I don't remember the rest of the movie. It's actually an American remake of a French movie. The French movie is called Dîner des Cons, I believe. And then the American version of this is with Steve Carell and Paul Rudd. It's called like Dinner for Idiots or something. But the opening sequence, if you like taxidermy mice... Uh, is just taxidermy mice doing really cute things. Oh my just gosh. like the opening credits. Mm -hmm. You might really enjoy it. I thought it was very adorable. I do remember laughing during the movie, but I also, it's been a while. So if it has aged like milk, don't come crying to Uncle Semler, okay? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> Uncle Sem. Okay. Also, this unlocked memories for me. Somebody said Easy Bake Oven. I loved my Easy Bake Oven. What were those? I never okay. had one. I never engaged with one. My mom said they were dangerous. Let's bake with a new Easy Bake Ultimate Oven. New Easy Bake. Yeah, it's the one for you. Cakes and cookies. Baking with friends. Make more. Bake more. It's Easy Bake dangerous i'll talk to your mom about this <laughs> okay so basically they were like these little plug-in ovens and you could like really bake little you things children could plug them in well you i think you're supposed to use supervision New easy bake, cupcakes, pizzas, pretzels, so yum. and it just would bake with like a light bulb yeah basically what kind of stuff did you bake like little i don't know they weren't good they tasted like cardboard like they yeah. would come with little things that you could bake but i don't know it was just fun bake more yeah. Someone, I mean, it's like a precursor. If you're gonna like, if you like homey stuff, then you probably liked Easy Bake Ovens as a kid. Yeah. 
I feel like down the line, can't we just bake with our kid? Um, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, I think why do we need yes. an easy bake oven? Like, we can yeah, just but easy help bake them. ovens are like so kitschy and cute. Easy bake ultimate oven comes with three mixes. Refill kitschy chilled separately. Adult supervision required. Let's bake. I'm probably gonna want to get one for a kid. All right. Okay, this is so sweet. My dad is a huge football fan, but he has never been to an NFL game because we've never had enough money to go. But this year with my new job, I was able to snag tickets to see his favorite team on Christmas Eve. I told him yesterday, why am I crying that we were going? And he got so excited. He started crying. Oh my gosh. That's really sweet. What a a gift to to be able to give that gift. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they say like, it's better to give than to receive, I guess. And like that is... It must feel so special. I think also there's it's a really special gift when it's it is a gift and also it's an experience. Yeah, a lot of so people said that. More than the memory of just the gift is the experience and the quality time that you'll have. Yeah, a lot of people mentioned experiences or trips. Mm-hmm. A matching tattoo with my best friend, someone said. It's a good gift. Yeah. Be careful, um, though. I almost got a matching tattoo with the person that I wrote stages of a breakdown about. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Be careful about that. I mean, I'm sure you're better off. It's the anniversary um, of that whole shindig, basically. Yeah, it is. Oh, wow. A year ago today, I was... I don't... No, a year ago today, I don't think I was texting Zach and Jax quite yet, but it's pretty soon that I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to need some studio time immediately. <laughs> I'm going to need it immediately. Do you want to read some of these? A plane ticket to visit my best friend. See, that's kind of going into the Mm -hmm. experience of it all. My boyfriend built a computer for me a few Christmases ago. It's been amazing for school. Built a computer? So impressed when people can do that. What? Honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to, I've been really sharing pretty boldly on the podcast recently, and Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but actually I do know why, because I'm comfortable and I like it here. That's why. I... One time when I was in Kentucky, which some of you may know, was a year that I like kind of pseudo went back in the closet, which was confusing for a lot of my friends at the time, but even more confusing for me and even more confusing for the men that I just agreed to go on dates with. I was just fascinating that people would ask me. (laughs) But I went over to this one guy's house. Nothing happened. It was never that interesting. But he mentioned that he like built his computer. And there was a part of me that was like, if I were attracted to men, that would be attractive. Unfortunately, I just... I just remember being like only asking questions about the computer to just like keep it so like to make sure that there was no misconstrued signals. I was like, tell me about how like I was like, do you put a motherboard in there and like all the they have to do like soldering and stuff. There's like tools and drills and stuff. Oh, somebody mentioned soldering just a second ago. Where was that? My girlfriend learned to solder. Is that how you spell it? Uh, I don't know. Or I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong. In order to make me a pair of violet because sapphic earrings. That's really sweet. My sweet girlfriend hand knit me a The Complete Poems of Emily Dickinson sweater. That's pretty cool. I want to see the sweater. Will you send me a picture of the sweater? To underourroofpod at gmail.com for Lizzie. Or for faster service, DM (laughs) me on Instagram. Also, a bunch of people mentioned like quilts and things made out of sentimental fabric this says a quilt made out out of my grandmother's old clothing scraps after she passed away and a few people said things like that that is really really special i know that many of y'all are familiar with the cute adventures of my father in his retirement era in his gay rights retirement era and i would like to share with any listeners who might care that he has recently got into quilting (laughs) and as soon as i can get some footage of the of his crafting i will absolutely share it with the class because he's really learned like quite a quilting stitch it's um really a hodgepodge of old 
shirts and designs and whatnot. But I bet you we could, if we planted the seed of him making a gay quilt, like oh, a it would be quilt done. of yeah. like gay flags, mm-hmm. he would be. Oh, oh yeah, Dad, if you're listening, start ordering the fabric. I think people would really get a <laughs> kick out of that. This person says, my twin sister gave me a necklace with our birth flower on it, and it says, you're my happy color on the back, which is the name of our shared Spotify playlist. That's cute. That's really sweet. My cat, Frodo. That's the second pet one. Did you ever get any pets for a gift? Um, Sort of. I got a guinea pig, like, for Easter once. Mm -hmm. I think it was not, like, really for Easter. Like, we didn't really get a lot of presents for Easter, but... It was just like we had really wanted a pet. And I think around that time is when they decided we could get a pet. And her name was Bunny. That's a fun fact. I don't know if I've ever shared that on the podcast that Bunny, our dog, is not the first family pet named Bunny that was not a bunny. And I also had a bunny that was not named Bunny. But I had a guinea pig named Bunny. This feels like an SAT riddle. (laughs) Yeah. So growing up, um, I think I was like six when we got Bunny and she lived until I was in high school. She And Bunny was a guinea pig. And Bunny was a guinea pig. She was like an orange and white guinea pig. She was super sweet. But then you also, after that, had a bunny. I also had a bunny named Lux, L-U-X. She was named after Lux from the Virgin Suicides Mm -hmm. because I was very into that at the time. And now? And now I have Bunny the dog. And she's so sweet, but I just love the name Bunny, so I've used it more than once. We named our guinea pig Bunny because the Easter Bunny brought her, Mm. I guess. One Christmas, my dad gave my mom a sweatshirt with a golden retriever on it, and Mm. it was basically that he had talked to our local animal shelter, and they had some labs or golden retrievers, which was a dog that we liked that were in the shelter, and it was his way of being like, we're getting a dog this Christmas. Like, th- w- to be clear, we did not wake up to a dog in the home. But my dad mm-hmm. gave my mom this sweatshirt being like, this is, it's time for us to get another family dog because we lost our previous dog about a year or two prior. And of course, my mom was like, oh, Kempton, I wish you'd spoken to me before because now the kids are excited. Kempton, I, it's <laughs> not a good time right now. And, you know, it was this whole, it was a whole thing where then my mom and my dad had to go off into a separate room Mm -hmm. and, like, discuss things privately. Anyway, two (laughs) days later, we had our golden retriever, Max, and my mom was the one who led the charge into the shelter. It's It's so that the parent who's like, I don't want this. It's always the parent who says they don't want the pet that, like, goes and... My mom was literally, like, leading the charge, and as soon as she met Max, and Max lived to be 15, we had him all throughout Belgium, and then he even came to Kentucky as well. He's the sweetest golden retriever, one of the sweetest dogs I have ever known. Also wore diapers in the end, just like the best dogs do. The best dogs always wear diapers Our dog, Willie, had to wear diapers, if you don't know. It's very cute. They look like little pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one I feel like is relatable. Mini silicone glue sticks for my mini silicone glue gun. Really hard to find at this size. Not that I have a mini silicone glue gun, but I feel like a gift where it's like something that's so hard to find and the person took the time to hunt it down for you is special. There was a few kind of like that. So let's end on a negative note. Let's hear about some of the worst gifts. Yeah. Because I I think that as we go into a season of gifting and gift giving, if you maybe are a last minute shopper or you still have some gifting ahead of you, there's no – this is the same thing with anything. It's the same thing with music. Like in order to know what you like – it's sometimes helpful to know what you don't like. So I think that this feedback from people on gifts that didn't work for them will be helpful for all of us as we consider the gifts that we have in our future to purchase for other people. Yeah. I'm sure that a uniform theme will be unsolicited advice. 
Yeah. Um, or speak- commentary on yes, your life. Yes, it is. And also, I want to give a little bit of a content warning. There were several where people talked about struggling with an eating disorder and gifts relating to that. I'm not going to talk about like the eating disorders at all, but just we mentioned that people got gifts in relation to those, which seems horrible. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to give a warning of that. Um, So this person says, when I was 12 and at the beginning of what would become a 10-year eating disorder, I was very uncomfortable with my body. For Christmas, my grandmother gifted me a bunch of Spanx. Her rationale that she stayed in front of my entire extended family (gasps) was that I had gotten a little lumpy lately. Oh my God. And this would help smooth things out. We did not talk for a long time after that gift. There were a few like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awful. But that go that falls under the category of commentary on another person's life or body. This one I feel like has happened. Similar things have happened to me. My grandmother got to a point where she was giving away stuff from around her house rather than buying gifts at Christmas. She gave some cute sentimental gifts to my cousin. In comparison, my adult sister got a box of expired taffy candy <laughs> from God knows where that my grandmother probably found in a drawer. Oh. Okay, I have to say something controversial mm-hmm. and I don't I'm going to give some disclaimers, but basically I don't really ever want someone to like give me something from around their house. I know that sounds harsh, but to me, like I don't really want to get a lot of gifts. So it's not like, no, you have to go spend money on me. But like it feels like people are just wanting to get rid of stuff and pawn it off on me. And then I have to decide what to do with it. I would say the exception to that is if the gift from around someone's house is really like, I'll use an example of like, if someone had a vinyl record that they knew, I always say that I've been looking for redheaded stranger by Willie Nelson. And I don't want to order it online because I know that I could, I want to find it at a record store one day. However, maybe a loved one, maybe my dad was going through old vinyl and he found that he had redheaded stranger and he gave that to me. And he was like, I just I found this in my collection. That would be very special. Yes. Because yeah, or, and it could be something maybe a piece of an item of clothing that I've admired, like a hat or something or a piece of it jewelry. would have to be specific that like, I know this would be meaningful to you. Maybe somebody has a huge collection of houseplants and they like give a plant to start someone's collection, you know, something but it's to if me, it's, it's like, this is a lamp. Do you yeah, want- <laughs> and I feel like this that's happened to me a lot where people are just like, oh, this made me think of you from around my house. And I'm like, I would really rather not get anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not hurt if I don't get a gift, but I don't want people to give me stuff from around their house because they don't want it anymore because it feels like they're using me as their, like, goodwill trip. Yeah. And then I feel bad because I probably don't want it. It's and like, so- here's this umbrella. Yeah. It's an old umbrella, but and isn't like, that nice? I it's like, I don't uh. want this. I know. And then you feel bad, like, oh, I have to keep it because it was a gift, but, like, they were probably just going to get rid of it. So, like, why? Difference, though is homemade goods. Oh, the totally, totally different. Totally, totally different. different. I'm not saying, again, I'm not being like, no, you better like go out to a store and no. buy something new. If anything, I want people to do like secondhand things. Like a thrifted gift is totally different. I'm talking like something. If someone cleaned out their desk yeah. and then gives you the stuff that is usable, but they just found from the desk. That has happened like <laughs> more like than a once. a collection of pens. It's like, okay. Like for sustainability reasons, I don't think we should be buying so much stuff. So like I'm conflicted <laughs> in saying this, but I also think that like, don't give it as a gift. Like just ask yeah. like, hey, do you want any of this stuff? I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah. But I have a bunch of letter openers. Do you want some letter openers? And you can say, oh, 
I don't, but let me reach out to some friends who just started a new job. They might need more office knickknacks. Like you, we can do things as a community where where we don't have to, where it's not like, hey, here's an apple slicer that's yeah. rusted that I don't use anymore. I anyway, that's my my hot take. Okay, somebody said awful perfumes. Perfume is a risky gift. I think a really good perfume that fits the person mm. is like a really romantic gift. But if you don't know their taste and things, that's risky. It is risky. Definitely worth working with someone at a store or working with a friend of yours that is confident in that department before purchasing. Yeah, you've gotten gifts of scents. I and one of were... my fa- post-top surgery, my tattoo artist Josh got me a scent that he I casually mentioned that I liked because he had a sample of it and he got me like the full thing as a gift mm-hmm. and I just thought it was so thoughtful. Yeah. So it can like good perfume can be a great gift, but like But he already knew I liked that smell. Yes, too. exactly. It's it's risky because people have strong feelings. Yeah, somebody else says their stepmom gave them a collection of weights, like lifting weights, when they were getting up at 6 a.m. and had an undiagnosed eating disorder. Like, what? I feel like workout stuff is kind of loaded in general. Like, I don't know. Completely agree. Like, you one time got me a yoga mat, and I love it, and I use it all the time. That's, like, pretty different, because I I needed a yoga mat. Well, we were doing yoga together, and one of us was using a towel. Yes. So it was already a group act. It was an activity we were already doing. And I, so I think that like for exercise and wellness and movement, if like, let's a friend of yours gets into rollerblading and then you want to give them, you know, a new helmet or something. I think that's appropriate. Totally. But you yeah, shouldn't, but, like, but if someone isn't interested in rollerblading, it doesn't make any sense for you to get them rollerblades and be like, I think you might enjoy this activity. Like, yeah, that's a really tricky spot because you will never know what it's like to be in someone else's body. So by giving them a gift of saying, like, maybe you could move this way, I think it comes across as very presumptuous. Yes, I totally agree. Also, this one is kind of hilarious. My ex got me a weighted blanket for Christmas and asked if we could keep it at her house. What? I don't get it. Like, oh, oh I, got, I got you this weighted blanket, but let's keep it at my house. <laughs> it's for you, but... Let's just keep it here. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I know. Have you ever gotten a gift that really was like for you or something? Have you Ooh. ever seen how people do like where you get a gift, but really? I mean, have I? I feel like have I ever done that? Because sometimes. Well, no, you're a, you're a very good gift giver. Oh, thanks. You're very. Th- that kind of runs in your family, I would say, especially between your siblings. You and your siblings yeah. are really thoughtful gift givers. My brother is like really a good gift giver a handheld vacuum from my dad's new girlfriend when i was 13 <laughs> it was sad for little me cool now yeah like no 13 year old yeah well maybe not no 13 year old but- i mean i think that's a that's a that's a not an age appropriate gift like n- a 13 year old unless they have an interest in cleaning which they might it's just not gonna be that fun but if you gave that to me today i'd be stoked yeah totally handheld vacuum like i'd bring that in the car like yeah. it'd be easy to like vacuum out the seats but when you're 13 you're like let me be free a box of conversion therapy books awful yeah there's a few people Absolutely that awful. had reference like books just and that was what i so when i posed the question like what's the worst gift you've ever received an example that i gave was unsolicited self-help books and like people said, a Christian book on the importance of hetero gender roles, um, a self help book about finding the Lord after living a life of sin, aka being gay. Like what? 
what do you have a brain? Like, why do people think that you would read this and want it? Like, what is wrong with you? Unfortunately, though, I am curious about the self-help book about straight <laughs> gender. What was it? How did they describe it? A g- gender heteronormative yeah. gender like ro- what is relationships with- just for uh, the bit just for like, I feel like you and I could turn that into a one night only drinking game with like Jax and Megan. Like I can just <laughs> see us. Yeah. Or, like, with Mickey and Hope. Like, I can see us, like, turning that into some sort of a bit of a gag. Because, you know, humor is absolutely a coping mechanism. I don't deny that that was probably very triggering and harmful for the person who received it. But I find that, like, something that helps me is, like, taking the bite out of bullshit like that. Yeah. Okay. Just, like, kind of, like, laughing about it for what it is, which is just bogus you know, hateful, bigoted material people that are just so distorted with their own self-righteousness that they can't really hold compassion or relationship with people in their life. They just, they have to write stupid books about it. I feel like this one would be a particularly good for like a drinking game. Yeah. A homophobic prayer book. <laughs> what are the prayers? Please, God. Please, no. Let let hetero desire come upon this child. God, let the P go in the V. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like dumb stuff like that. Wow. A homophobic prayer book. Um, A pack of razors. I'm genderqueer and my parents hate that I don't shave. No one wants to get something like that. Even if you do shave and you love shaving, like you probably don't want no. razors for a gift. Come on, like a gift isn't supposed to be something. That is also the sort of thing, too, that another... So here's another gifting tip as we sort through the bad gifts. If it's something that is really down to like a personal preference where... I think about this with with shoes. Mm -hmm. Like I love shoes, but like you could pick out a pair of shoes in my size. And if I don't like the way that they fit or like pants, like they they could be... Yeah, how Like they could be the exact sizing of pants. Like they could technically fit my body, but I'm very particular about the fit. There's a preference to that. There's a preference to how I style my hair that is personal that I just know... Honestly, unless it's you, even my very best friends wouldn't get right. So don't hedge your bets. Don't try and like call their bluff, another person's bluff that you know better about their personal preference for how they do the care and keeping of themselves. Yeah, I totally agree. Someone said size 12 Crocs (laughs) for my size seven feet. That's funny. The wow. Trump prophecy? I know. What is that? Is that a book? I think it's a QAnon thing. It oh, seems God. like I, that's just a guess. I don't know. Wow. My mom gave me a book about how to be a lady. Uh, again, <laughs> this person says, some of these books Gay are- Girl, Good God, LOL. My friends roasted it over our last dinner party. <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's the way gotta to do ro- it. You got to roast it. At a white elephant, I got a book on Christian womanhood and purity. At least it was a white elephant, so it wasn't like intended specifically for you. Yeah. That but- is pretty fun. But someone. Do you think someone put that in as, like, a gag gift? Probably not. Well, it depends. I feel like a lot of people who listen to our podcast were in these circles where, like, it would not have been a gift. This I mean, is it would kind not of have been giving me the idea of doing only, like, inappropriate white elephant gifts for all our queer friends. Of doing, like, a white elephant gift mm-hmm. exchange. But if anyone has any sort of, like, bizarre, like, fucked up stuff from past homophobic stuff that we like just do a gift mm-hmm. exchange of all that stuff because that could yeah, be kind of funny that would be my uncle got me an as seen on tv tool to remove unwanted hair what <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like 
like a hair trimmer. Oh my god! Like, what is with these things? Like, <laughs> okay, this and this. How one. are you going to the checkout with a straight face? Eyebrow shaver from grandma after she told me <laughs> she likes my eyebrows cleaned up. And this person said, um, where was it? There's another one. A teeth whitening. Yes, my grandma gave me a teeth whitening oh kit. Oh my goodness. Like, why? What's the... People surely, surely we need to spread the good word, which is the... Isn't it the 15 second rule? Like, you don't comment on something about another person if they couldn't change it in 15 seconds. Like, if you have some food on your face. Hey, you got some food on your face. Yeah. You got a bat in the cave. Like, these are things that you can comment on. Yeah. I if, appreciate it when someone tells yeah, me if I have something in my teeth. Totally. Or but, if, like, your your makeup is a bit smudged in an area, something you can fix, right? But, yeah, not, like, that hair color does not suit you. No. Like, what? what is wrong with people? Yeah, this person said a fitness-related gift from my grandma every year as a kid without fail. My thin <laughs> sister did not receive. God. Yeah, that like, is awful. I know. No one wants a fitness. Well, not no one. I, I don't want a fitness. Again, the rule gift, is but... if someone is expressed, I'm yeah. interested yeah, yeah, in yeah. fitness material for these particular goals, then sure. But if they have not made that abundantly clear, mind your business. I'm thinking that people are people think too freely about gifts. There needs to be like a rude etiquette book. Which I yeah. know is kind of an oxymoron, but there needs to be an etiquette book that is rude to people about <laughs> gift giving. That is like rude and blunt. Yeah. That's like so like you know how you can have those flow charts? Yes, like, it's like so are you you're... thinking about doing this? <laughs> yeah. Don't. Don't don't do that. <laughs> don't. Go home. Think about why you why you are this way. The forces that got you here. Here's a hotline for a therapist that you can be matched with. <laughs> Darling, I know that you're nervous But trust you've got time on your side And you are so young My mom so donated $1,000 to her anti-gay pastor in my honor What? That is petty and fucked up That's really, really fucked up Like, what? I'm sorry I'm laughing But, but like, you know, you can kind of play that game back and make a donation to the trevor project in her honor true i mean i don't it's i mean my it's advice, a lot of money for a donation it's a lot of money to an aunt to someone who will never pay taxes on it yeah the last christmas and birthday i was with my ex she didn't get me anything after three years of dating honestly that can be the worst gift of all if like someone that you that mm. probably like you should get a gift from doesn't do anything but that's why it's good to talk about these things actually grace and i are not doing christmas presents this year yes which is this isn't the first year we haven't done christmas presents i feel like we just talk about it in advance and we're like do we want to do christmas presents this year and we also talk about like how many gifts we're gonna do roughly yeah. i feel like when we are doing gifts we'll say maybe we'll do like three main gifts in a stocking or something is usually yeah we talk about it which like maybe that sounds boring and like too but i think it's really nice to know that like okay i'm not going overboard but i'm not not doing enough like we're on the same page and i think it's nice to talk about it but this year we're going on a little trip for christmas so we're not doing gifts for each other yeah we're just doing more going on the experience of yeah. taking a trip my parents will be in town mm -hmm. having some good meals 
That's the gift that keeps on giving. Also, this last one here is cracking me up. A book on how to stay a conservative Christian when going to college, and then they just have the crying emoji and the gay pride flag emoji <laughs> at the bottom. I don't know yeah, why that cracks me that's up. That's a good one to end on. They're so scared. They're just, they're so, like, you're going to start meeting people that will expand your worldview. You're and that's hear some things. Yeah. Don't believe any. Don't of believe them. any of it. We need to control you. It all goes back to control. I know. It, it really all does. just goes back to control. And it's so sad. But you know what isn't sad? I was really hoping you would tap in there, lady. <laughs> well, I, I was really hoping I was I giving didn't wanna, you an alley oop. No, I didn't want to interrupt you. You know what isn't sad? The fact that Christmas is next week. Yes. Actually, I think this is our last episode before Christmas. That's true. So for those who celebrate, hope you have a... What? Is that true? Yeah. I know Christmas is really oh, soon. Mm-hmm. Is that scary? God, no. That's not yes, true. Yes, it is. No, we have an episode yeah. on the... Oh, my God. I oh. mean, it's we'll have an episode on the 26th. So, like, yeah. it's still... We still have basically, when this comes out, we still have almost a week till Christmas, but just under. Sure. Well, we hope that if you are celebrating or you are not this holiday season, whether you are celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas, that you just feel, or not, or none of them, that you you understand you are the gift. You are the gift. You are a gift. Yes. You are the gift. You are a gift. And to make sure that you are mindful of that when you potentially are in settings where you don't feel so valued that you are and that we're happy that you're here it's important that you're here and that My i'm thankful for you. your presence great good job yeah, that man. was great that was no nice. but really God hope everyone bless us every one of us <laughs> everyone be safe please if you're traveling i wish you take care of yourself easy travels take care of yourself Hope you get some rest. Hope you get some time off from the daily grind. And if you do have like relatives or loved ones or family or friends that are like taxing on your spirit, kind of make a plan. That's something that Lizzie and I talk about. Like make a make a plan ahead of time so that you you can take care of yourself. Yeah, is some advice. We are wishing you all the best, and we will see you before 2023. But that's it. Yeah, for this week. On the show that is called Under Our Roof. Old fashioned. So come here, my darling. Come here, my girl. I'm flawed and I'm broken, but I'll give you.